0: It's 11.02 Central Standard Time, and welcome to the Duke of PIPSO podcast, coming to you live from the site of the 2016 Eagle River Ice Castle. I'm Martin. And I'm Matt. And now, let's listen to Matt explain to all the world's children why there is no ice castle this year. So is it
1: true that there isn't an ice castle? It's true.
0: We're here right now. There's no ice... It was on the news and stuff. There is no ice castle.
1: Oh, I must have missed the news. Sorry. Um, So, why isn't there one? Climate change. But they don't believe in it. Well, okay. But it's true. hmm. I don't believe in it either. I don't believe in anything. But what am I... I mean, did you know right now there... The normally the Great Lakes have about I think like forty to fifty percent ice covering right now. This is the coldest part of the year typically, and they have like and the entire Great Lakes have like two percent.
0: It's but, a fine you know, line, NBD. You don't want you don't want too much ice, right? I tend to right. think of it as like a, a a mixed drink, you know. Ice, yes, right. too much ice.
1: No, right. So same, right? Like, like when I was a kid and I'd order Seven Up, I'd be, I'd be like, man, they're just this is all ice, right? You know, that's too much. You'd be like, well, you drank a whole Seven Up, and we're like, no, I drank like four ounces of Seven Up, yeah, because there's all this ice in it.
0: But then, but then you, then you, if go you to get like, it
1: without ice, it's gross. And you're in France. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They drink Seven Up without ice in France. As yeah, we and all then, like they may think well aware. Americans
0: are weird. Right, which so, they are. Nah. Well, speaking of France, we don't surrender all the time. Yeah.
1: Yes. Oh, Martin. Oh, what? You better go back and edit that one out. Um, I was on mute. Yeah, uh, I heard you though. No, that's um, through
0: the in-ear monitor system.
1: It's new. The White House taping system. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well fine. My my you know, in France, you know, they love basketball and um supposedly one of the greatest players, young talents to ever come out professionally is French. Some Tony guy Parker. named Victor. Oh. Some guy named Victor, which means mm-hmm. he's not French. He's mm-hmm. not. It'd be like Victor. Right. Victorie. Um but anyway. Lori Markinen was at the All-Star Game. Uh, he's an all-star. Mm-hmm. And wouldn't you know, Lori Markinen, and he he's from Finland. He used to be on the Bulls. I knew and that. That's funny. Yeah, they drafted him. The Bulls drafted him. And they were, you know, uh, you know, real excited, and he had looked so talented. And for a while he was pretty fun to watch. And then I don't know what happened. Being on the Bulls seemed to to sap his energy and excitement for the game. And then pretty much by the end, they were just like, well, Lori Markinen is a bust. So time to get his, you know, bust, you know, waste of space, uh, seven-foot frame out of Chicago. Let's send him to Utah. And, well... They showed the Bulls all right. The, the Bulls showed him all right, because now he's an all-star. Hmm.
0: But so, the Bulls sh- have... I'm not
1: quite sure what to make of that. The Bulls have several players
0: that they're pay- paying a lot of money to be good.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I know, and it's... Uh, I don't know. Is it... I guess maybe their money is like Canadian money or something? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe...
0: Maybe it's Chicago. Maybe it's impossible to be good at basketball if you play in Chicago. Yeah. When did that start? Uh, I don't know. I'm not really... I don't follow the Bulls much these days, so I
1: don't know. You're just saying that because you're afraid I'm being too provocative. I'm a Reinsdorf apologist. You don't like... Yeah. You don't like getting into situations that are overly emotional And you don't want to you just you don't want to go on record holding the Bulls accountable. But I'm going to tell you what, Martin, the day is coming for accountability. And you better believe I'm going to be there holding them accountable in every way possible. You can go ahead and pretend that you don't care. But you did care when the Bulls were good. That's true. You had a Bulls. You had uh, what Bulls ruse or something they used to wear around yes
0: that's true those were the underwear and like the undershirt there was a matching set You could also get like superman or whatever right batman but mainly bulls for me correct but they're they're unlikable now
1: (laughs) they're bad you mean bad
0: well they're bad and unlikable like sometimes yeah. bad teams, he might have like one player, like the Bears were bad, but if Justin Fields was playing, at least you could be like, well, he might do something that's fun to
1: watch. I think the hardest thing for me watching the Bulls is that it, it seems like the coach doesn't like the players and they don't like him. And man, <laughs> that's just not a good place to be. I remember when I used to like
0: to watch the Bulls. Yeah. Yeah think that's what you were alluding to but it's a long time ago
1: you know my brother my brother just drove to indianapolis to watch the bulls and they uh lost they were up by 21 and they lost is your brother okay like why would he oh, drive that no. far yeah no he isn't no <laughs> okay yeah
0: we don't have to get into it but that's a long way to go for that kind of you know
1: you better what believe do you expect well, uh well let's move on
0: yeah, I have a couple. Today's actually a pretty historical day, Matt. Did you is know, that right? It is. It is February 21st. Uh-huh. On this day in 1965, Malcolm X is assassinated. Wow. Mhm. Wow. In 1995, American businessman and adventurer Steve Fawcett became the first person to fly solo across the Pacific Ocean. In a balloon.
1: It was oh the first God. of his
0: many aviation records.
1: In the days we, before you'd get shot down now. Yeah. He we might have dug our own grave with this balloon thing. Well, we might we did we yeah, we almost dug Steve Fawcett's grave. That's true. I mean, That's I
0: mean, but better him than us, but still. Right. Now, I mean, you had like two
1: weeks where you were just off because of the balloons. So we had him. Then we have, now we have the guy from Amazon building a spaceship to fly into space. Mm-hmm. What's the next thing a billionaire is going to build? Oh, one of those machines that has
0: the drill at the end so you can drill into the center of the earth.
1: Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, that, was that obvious. Jules yeah. Verne. Jules Verne predicted all of this. A long time ago. That's true. That's true. He's yeah. like the
0: original Nostradamus, who is a fraud. Nostradamus. Yes. Right. Well, I got one more. Okay. On this date, in 1921, Reza Khan, later Count Bastardo, overthrew the Qajar dynasty in Iran. Wow. Yeah, that... Really set the stage for a lot of what's going on
1: now. I don't have to tell you that. Wow. No, it, it yeah, I mean, that really, uh, that really brings it all together for me. I know, I know. Um,
0: speaking of bringing it all together. yeah. the middle of February. A lot of people, you know, Groundhog's Day is over. It's still going to be winter. It's never early spring. People, right. you know, get seasonal disorder or whatever made-up disease is going around. Um, so I thought this might be a good time to announce a little event that we're planning. Um, yes. Matt and I, for tax reasons, are starting a charitable or- – well, we're not starting one. We're working with a charitable organization named after the website, and we're putting together a little celebrity bowling tournament. Yes, we D- are. Date TDB, but we're
1: going to pick our teams today. Matt, this is pretty exciting. I Yes, yes. I know. I've been, I ha- actually, so when you, and when we decided to do this, I don't think I've slept more than a few hours since then. Mm-hmm. I mean, consecutively. I've slept, right. you know, it's just too exciting. And so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, we will announce TDB,
0: the charities we're playing for, but they're big and they're the ones that you support. So just start saving money now. So you're like, what's the format? Can we watch? Yes, you can watch. It's a bowling tournament. Really, it's more of like a Matt versus myself bowling extravaganza. We're taking this extremely seriously because we're highly competitive. Um, And yes, once we have the place, the venue, the team set up, we'll let you know. Uh, Tickets aren't free, of course, but it's for charity. And we'll give you details later. Right. So anyway, Matt and I are going to pick our teams. In classic bowling styles, there are four players in each team, so Matt and I obviously are the captains we're playing. We're like Pete Rose. Um, and Matt, I'll let you pick first. Uh, you know, keep in mind you want to win, but also you want people that are fans who want to come out and see, you know? Yes. So like your personal friendships with like the, my pillow guy, people don't want to see him out there.
1: Okay. I wouldn't pick him. Okay. Are you done trying to uh, gaslight me? Maybe. Okay. Well, um, yeah. So since you're like, uh, you know, you're like you got the version of the Mueller report and then you quickly fired off your own synopsis of it and then said that that was what it was all about before the Mueller even had a chance to say anything. So uh, thanks for your advice. But my first pick is Pat Cornell. Now, Pat Cornell is seventy-two. He is uh, he is the father of a friend of mine from when I was a kid. She's now a, a family court judge in Lake County, Illinois. Her dad is a amazing bowler. Okay, uh, he set numerous records. He started bowling when he was eighteen. Because even though his sport was baseball, his friends heckled him when he was bowling. And so he got mad and decided to get better, which, as we all know, is the best motivator that there can be. Um, That's right. Yeah. But uh, he he won his first uh, national bowling open championship in 1971 in Detroit. And he, he's knocked down... Uh, This says 90,000 pins, sets of 573 in singles, 563 in doubles, and 557 in team for 1,693 all events total at South Point in 2021. His career average is 193.3. So we're going to start it off with somebody who knows how to kick some ASS. Okay? Okay. Let's hear, let's hear what 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 talented person you have next. Well, thank
0: you. I
1: was under the impression
0: there was an age limit, but
1: I okay, guess well, there Matt wasn't. was
0: the one that didn't really read the whole thing. So I'm going to have to call an audible here. Uh, this person I'm picking has been involved in the bowling industry for quite a while. As a matter of fact, he used to own a bowling alley, Willowbrook Bowl. I don't know if you knew that, Matt. It's out there. I,
1: I used to own in that.
0: Willowbrook. No, you. I don't know if you knew that. Oh. Um, so anyone who owns a bowling alley clearly must bowl all the time and be really good. And and I think this is where you made your big mistake, Matt. No one's going to give money for that guy. Like, oh, I want to see someone's dad bowl. You need you need some name. You need someone connected. You know. So I'm you taking need someone Mike- that
1: doesn't have any children. Yeah, that makes sense. Got it. It does. I'm taking Mike
0: Ditka. He used to own Willowbrook Bowl during his time coaching the Bears, man. So I can only assume when he was not coaching, he was at the bowling alley. Because an owner, you know, obviously has to be around.
1: Wow. Then he probably bowled a lot, I would think. Uh, You know? If by bowling you mean slurping on cocktails for the entire time, uh, maybe. So yeah. too, it's too—it's too bad you can't see. But the biggest eye roll of my life just happened when you picked Mike Ditka. Wow! Look, I don't know I'm... what it is about you. That guy, there's—he, the only thing he was good at was playing tight end. Period. He Never wasn't mad. good at making pork chops. He wasn't good at he or farting. You ever seen the clip of him farting on the ESPN yeah, Monday night? Yeah, I thought he was pretty good at that, actually. You were saying he was bad okay. at it? <laughs> well, no, I, I wouldn't want to meet anybody better than him. So, Right. Okay. I mean, okay. I'm sorry
0: that you're taking this so seriously, you're forgetting about the charity part.
1: You know, right. I'm well, trying, I, I mean, I've whatever, got, I'm not surprised. If you want to pick someone from the NFL, I you have know, somebody that's... You don't want to raise un- money, whatever. I just want to win. No, I do want to raise money. It sounds Uh,
0: like you're more into winning. Anyway,
1: I can't wait for your next pick is. What's the difference? Um, So if you want to pick somebody from the NFL, you'll do like I did, and you'll pick Barry Sanders, uh, the great University of Oklahoma running back who also played for the Detroit Lions. And uh, that guy was so good at bowling people over. Get it when he played football and also maneuvering around pins or linemen and linebackers and defenders pins uh, that I have no doubt in my mind any shaped like a bowling ball now especially now um, I'm I'm gonna say uh, that 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 he's gonna take Mike Ditka's uh, drunken you know BS and kick it out the door and double the money that dick would have made so there you go but anyway that's just who i'm picking
0: oh okay well i didn't think you were gonna go there but you did and that's cool um obviously you didn't do any research for this because you know as i did with my next pick also from the nfl really again just to counter your last pick which was not great I'm picking Jerome Bettis. They called him the okay. boss. As in, yes. it's too bad Matt couldn't make it to the bowling charity event because he got hit by a bus and now he's dead.
1: Oh, God. Yeah. Matt who? Exactly. That's awful. Let me just Matt say who? this.
0: In February of 2008, Jerome Bettis was the number two ranked celebrity bowler. I don't even oh, wow. see Barry Sanders in the top nine. Um, he was inducted into the celebrity wing of the bowling hall of fame in 2006. And if you knew anything, he is a huge promoter of the sport. Okay. Okay. So he, he's the kind of guy I want on my team. And if you can't show up to the tournament, your team forfeits, we get all your team's money.
1: Awesome. It's in the contract. You signed it. Oh yeah, I know. That's why, as my third and final pick, I've chosen possibly the greatest, not only bowler of all time, also the best bowling strategy person and business acumen, fundraising, everything. All the things that you just talked to me about, all of them, he's better than everything and anyone that you've said. Morton Mueller. No, oh, yeah. people may not know who Morton Mueller is, but I can tell you, he's a lot like Martin Miller, but Sounds good. he's funnier, smarter, uh, less sarcastic, which, you know, you he's might think, bad. well, some there's a limit to everything. There, and that's not true. Every... He's because he's from an alternative dimension. Every dollar that he makes is actually worth ten dollars in our dimension until their currency crashes. Well, yeah, I mean, what do you think? What country do you think this is? But anyway, um, Morton, uh, uh, has never bowled lower than 300. He's a teacher. He teaches bowling. Oh. And he's, yeah, he's won the um, Scholastic uh, Teachers Award uh, in bowling for 50 years in a row or something like that. Your team so anyway, sounds I'm pretty old. to have him on the worried? team. Yeah. yeah. It's an old I'm team. I'm excited to have him on the team. Okay, great. And I think between him, Barry Sanders, and Pat Cornell... Forget it. Well, one thing I've noticed
0: about your team here is they trend old and they trend Experienced. white, except for Barry Sanders, and they're all men. How do you know Morton
1: Mueller is white? Come on. Okay, forget you it. You
0: know. You know. Okay.
1: Sorry, um, I asked.
0: So I went straight to the source on this one bowling. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm, picking somebody that Christianity Today considers one of the biggest celebrity influencers around Christian women. And her name, of course, is Kate Bowler. So here's what I'm thinking, Matt. Well, we can't have it on Sunday because, you know, she's at church. But we'll have it Saturday night. Um, they're already used, you know, to giving 10% to the church. What's another 10%? You know what I mean? She'll hit big with evangelicals, which is maybe our base, possibly. And they have money. You know, we just can't they pick do. one of your controversial charities.
1: Okay. You know, like
0: the Sierra Club. Yeah. That no, is pretty don't. controversial. True. So maybe something for like military families would be, well, depends what kind, but something in that area, you know? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, she was She exciting. grew up among the Mennonites in Canada. So okay. they might not even, even have had bowling up there, but she knows it. They had ice bowling. Right, right. So anyway, we will keep you posted, but just start saving your money. When this event happens,
1: we'll let you know. It's exciting. Martin, I think it's time to play 33. I'm in. I'm real in. Okay. All right. Do you want me to guess a number? Yes. Okay, look at the time right now and and guess. Two. Correct. All right. I'm going to give first. Okay. Good. Good. Mm. Give it to me. Ice cream. You know where to put it. I do. Ice cream. Uh, I I stopped buying ice cream because I can't control myself when I have it around the house. It's like, oh, I'll just have one cup. You know, I'll have a bowl of ice cream and then nope. I'll finish the bowl and be like, well, is there more? And then I'll just go and I'll eat. I will literally eat it all. What um, what's what's your go-to flavor? Just like, you know, anything with like chocolate, like chocolatey, crunchy. I don't like nuts. Yeah. But like, you know, Mackinac Island Fudge has always been a, a favorite or moose tracks. Occasionally some peanut butter. Um, just as many bad things in there as possible, but nothing, no nuts. I don't yeah. like those. Anyone who has um,
0: nuts in their ice cream, they think they're too good for regular ice cream.
1: Yes, they do. And they're ruining ice cream for everyone yeah. else. So okay.
0: change hey. or never talk to me again.
1: Right. Iced Coffee. Don't understand that. Uh, coffee, you know, is meant to be hot and wake you up. You know, like, wake up. Your coffee's here. You spill it on yourself. You're going to burn yourself. You know, let's go. Come on. Let's go. It's time. Wake up. Okay. Iced tea. Uh, uh, iced tea is very refreshing. Um, I, There were times in my life when I liked to drink it. Uh, too much caffeine isn't, you know, great for me. So that's one of the things also moving to the South where everybody drinks sweet tea and you have to choose, or you have to be like, I don't want sweet tea. That just ruined it for me. I, you know, we we grew up in the Midwest. If, If you want sugar in there, you'll put it in there. Cause trust me, it's in enough other things.
0: Well, for those of you who are looking for things, the South screwed up. Here's one thing iced tea.
1: Iced tea. Yep. All right.
0: Interesting. Are you ready? Oh, yes. Are you ready? All right. Oh, yes. Ozempic. Is that like a national park? Maybe. I don't know. Realistically, that's what I'm guessing. It's a national park. It's, you know, it's out west. It's cool. What's, like, where, if
1: do you know what state it's in?
0: Um, yeah, it's in uh, Wyoming. People go out okay. there. Like, there was a guy who did MMA who went out there in like, a vision quest and then ran out of water and died. I met him at this Harley Davidson festival.
1: You met a dead person at a, a Harley Davidson festival? Well, I met him, festival? and then he
0: died like two weeks later. Oh, Bruce okay. Springsteen played. It was like the 105th anniversary celebration. Ozemba Gravy was National there.
1: Park, yeah. Wyoming. All right, yep. Trivago.
0: Oh, that's not, it's not tree related. It's a kind of medicine. Um, it's like one of those medicines where you think, oh, no, I'm like, have some sort of like mental illness. So they give you pills for it.
1: Wait, so is Trivago the pill they give you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. All right. Day severe.
0: I don't get that. Like day quill severe. Why don't you just take night Because
1: it right? makes you go to sleep.
0: But if it's that severe, don't you just, don't you think you'd be
1: better off just going to sleep? Yeah. You know, that's a great point, actually. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. All right. I'm I, not a doctor, I, that, but that's the highest score you've ever gotten nice work yes that yep. is awesome all right well martin as we come down the home stretch here uh i i think it's time for us to do a hurrah and huzzah okay okay uh my hurrah this week is to another member of your family steve miller yes uh the musician mm-hmm. and younger brother um, yep so i was listening to uh I was I was watching an NBA game. I think it was in at, in Brooklyn and I heard a sound effect that they play in the stadium that I knew immediately what it was from and uh it was a uh it was a Steve Miller the beginning of the Steve Miller song uh Jet Airliner. Oh yeah. So if if you've ever heard that song, you, there's this weird like synthesizer sound and then a whistle like a. Th- and then this music starts, but that synthesizer sound plays. And I was like, man, that guy, there isn't any place in popular culture that hasn't been touched by like four or five songs that that guy wrote. It's unbelievable. And I'm sure he's still getting royalty money from that. So, yeah,
0: I think you could probably uh, go
1: see him in concert still. So. Yeah, well, he's still alive. Uh, he's from Milwaukee. He went to University of Wisconsin. Um, so you know that means we used to like him. We don't now because we don't. We're mad at Wisconsin, right? That's but, true. But um, but also I found out that, <laughs> of course, he was nominated to the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2016 and i didn't remember hearing about this but the ceremony caused con- controversy because steve miller said that it was unpleasant because the hall of fame was misogynistic and ignored the need and the need to respect the artists they say they're honoring which they don't and he thanked the hall of fame for all your hard work on behalf of all musicians but he encouraged them to keep expanding its vision be more inclusive of women and be more transparent in dealings with the public. And most importantly, to do much more to provide music on our schools. And. So is again, that like how Valley nice.
0: Barton got into the rock and roll hall of fame?
1: I just think it's so fun when someone just. It, they've just, they've reached a point where they just DGAF about what anybody thinks about what they say. And he's right. I mean let's face it that he's right everything in our country is is screwed up by misogyny and you know let's not give music a pass everybody's making billions of dollars and we know it's not the musicians that are making all the money and women are getting screwed as usual and so he just came out and said it but the black keys who were asked to induct him because there were longtime fans stated that they regretted it. They said it was unpleasant being around him. He had no idea who they were and didn't care. So they left as soon as they finished their speech and didn't stay. Anyway, to you, Steve Miller. Keep, keep sticking it to the the man. See you at the Memorial Day picnic. Yep.
0: Uh, my huzzah this week originally was going to go to ICE. But I think at this point, we're all iced out in a bad way. So instead, I'm going to give it to people that will just leave their dogs outside of the house all day long. Then the dogs just bark, but there's no way to do anything about the barking because the dog's in some fenced-in area. So they just sit outside and bark. And maybe the weather is like 20 degrees and it's really icy. Doesn't matter. Yes. Uh, this is how some there are these dog shows on Disney Plus are about like dogs that have some issue and like some problem. And then these like crazy trainers come and fix the dogs. Right. This is how the yes. dogs get to be crazy when like situations yes. where they're left outside all day in a cage and just bark all the time. Anybody would go crazy. A person would go crazy. Right. Even. Right, a lesser creature like a lizard wouldn't like it.
1: They're cold-blooded. Like that a, might be bad. Yeah, unless it it's was like a Siberian Husky. No, they don't. Dogs do not like being outside in the cold. But
0: especially in a fenced-in area, and they have no choice right. to come back. Like, if there's a way they know they can get back in, I don't care you know what i mean maybe yeah. they want to go outside and then they get cold and they're like oh i'm done that's fine yeah we do the same thing with kids it's cool but you yeah. have to well, let them in sometimes
1: cruelty to animals is a great american tradition so
0: yeah, especially so when you're slavery.
1: you know right yeah especially so. when you know <laughs> okay well we we i think we've have touched on a little bit of a nerve. Um, Best show ever. And I'd like to know what made the crazy dog trainers crazy. And is it, what happens is, do they, when the dogs go crazy, then they go get the crazy dog trainers? Yes. Or do the, like, which, where did it start? But we'll talk about that in another show. Most
0: of them seem to be in the LA area, but that's it. We'll get onto that later.
1: Well, that's, that's not going to do you any good, you know, Anyway, not
0: where I'm at right, right. now.
1: No. Well, Martin, uh, this week uh, we, you and I will be together in Chicago. So everybody, get ready for some more of us talking about Chicago, which we know you all love. Exactly, and maybe we'll see you around. Have a great week, everybody.